Good. Okay, so welcome back to the podcast. And today we have Sinead Tracy on, Fitbit Sinead. So she was on before um, for a very different episode, just talking about her journey and that. Um, but today what we're going to talk about is just how how we can essentially make the gym a bit of a safer place um, for women. So I think it's just a really important topic and she's just going to share some of her insights and, and personal experiences with the gym because I can't share those experiences, but I know that it's down to, you know, it's down to me, it's down to us men and, and even gym workers and that to try to make that a safer place and, and a place that women can feel safe to go to, especially now with what happened recently um, with Ashling Murphy and that. I know that there's going to be a lot of people that are going to go to the gym um, that might be afraid to go for runs and that, and the gym really should be a place that you feel safe in. So, um, yeah, over to you, Sinead. How are you getting on? <laughs> Hello. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Good. All good. Yeah, I think I think it's it's an important top, topic of conversation that we need to be having. And of course, like it is like within the gym and obviously outside the gym, but obviously because we are such gym heads, I think it's important to address what can be done in the gym. Um, and I suppose from the point of view of males see things a lot differently than, than females because of the experiences they go through. Um, I think for me, I think I'm quite lucky in where I am in the gym. Um, I know when I first started, I suppose I would have got a lot of experience when I first started the gym. Um, the first proper gym I went to was Ben Dunn up in Dublin. And I was like scared shitless. Um, and I, I was really, really like, you know, kind of panicky over people there. Now, to be fair, there was no one really that was like, you know, up in your grill or anything like that. But like I did like because I felt more confident in the like the lady section and the kind of smaller weights room, I kind of stuck with that. Um, and it was, it, yeah, in, in that sense, it, it kind of gave me that little bit of confidence so I could kind of do my thing build up the confidence and then I could actually move away from like that kind of area to just being in the gym in general. Um, but I do think it is, I think every female obviously has a different experience than, you know, like I can't say what, like, you know, for me, I'd feel quite confident just walking in the gym now and where I know for a lot of people, they might not feel that confident. Um, I think I'm very lucky in so far as the gym I'm in now, um, I've built up a lot of good relationships with a lot of the lads in there. And for me, what, what actually met it for me when I first started in there, because I was so nervous when I first started, it was the first commercial gym um, around, around my area. Like, do you know what I mean? So it was, it was way bigger than any leisure center where you could only have like, what, 15 people in at the one time. This, you could have like 30 people in at the one time, even more. Um, was the fact that there was just like, I knew no one in that gym and it was like just the friendly faces you'd see, like people that like, it wasn't even in a creepy way. It's like just a small smile and you just built up that relationship over time. Um, and there was one fella who would, will not mind me saying his name <laughs> at all, but um, his name's Joe, but Joe was literally like my savior when it came to the gym. He was so nice and um, helped me out so much, but like, it's just, I think it's important um, in this whole thing. It's like, any type of communication, there's always a, a sender and there's always a receiver. And obviously, like you could try to communicate as best you can, but like it might be interpreted interpreted differently between it, like the receiver. Um yeah. but, but um no, Joan's gym was 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 so so lovely and we're still really good friends to this day. Um, but he helped me feel that little bit more confident, that little bit like 
I, I was like quite shy and reserved and you you wouldn't think that now because obviously like I literally just <laughs> I will talk for Ireland um but it was having that kind of little bit of support and knowing that there was someone there if I was really really stuck and didn't know what I was doing I knew I could kind of rely on him um and he was really really sound um obviously there's, all, there's other sides of things of other people in the gym that kind of overstep boundaries um and I think some people need to see it as a, as a place to like get get themselves a date like this is not yeah. this is not a, a you know <laughs> yeah and I think we'll get um, into that as well um but I just wanted to ask like in terms of say Joe being there like how different do you think that would be or how important for you was that um him being a male like let's say if that was a a female or a friend in the gym like how much of a difference does that make to you how much I think it was nice have met? If, if it was a female yeah um I think it would have made me stay in that little circle of not talking to anyone who wasn't a female in the gym and being like I cannot have that kind of communication or build friendships and trust people I suppose in the gym um I I think that for me like I would have been quite shy growing up and um I've always been kind of I would be like fairly friendly with a lot of lads um but it's not a case of feeling like intimidated um with with the lads in the gym now like do you know what I mean obviously you're, you're always going to have there's always that one strange person in the gym that will not understand you know the 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 over um, the the fact that they, they're just over eye contact it's just like you are now creeping me out um yeah it's it's kind of it's kind of scary sometimes but um I'm the type of person now that I would be very much like if if someone was was trying to make me feel uncomfortable I'd, I'd literally just approach them um but that comes with confidence as well like you know I would be quite um forward in some things like you know because I but look that was because of all the the little things that would happen over the years that like you you kind of grow that big strong backbone and like you kind of have in your head that like you, know, you need to look after yourself so like you know I'm just going to approach them and say it and like if you got an issue like you know what what is it and you know, back off basically <laughs> yeah and I think it comes down to as you said earlier just the fact that you have certain boundaries and that there are boundaries like and this obviously it goes outside the gym as well but we're talking specifically around the gym because that's kind of our area collectively Mm -hmm. and a lot of people listening will be either shy or nervous around the gym or dealing with these issues in the gym a lot of females will be women ladies they'll be dealing with this whereas like for me when I first joined the gym it was scary but that thought never came into my mind there wasn't like oh what if there's someone in there that might you know creep me out or I've never kind of felt like someone was staring at me or potentially following me around the gym or like any of these these things that are just like completely just not on um Whereas that's something that I think women are dealing with every day. And I didn't actually, I knew it was a problem, but I didn't realize the extent of it until I shared that I was, you know, doing a podcast about this. And then I made a post about it during the week as well. Just, you know, it was aimed at lads really on what we can do. And it was kind of broken into lad terms, you know, um, or lad Mm -hmm. language, like, you know, stop staring at women because you look like a creep, you know, and I think people need to hear things like that. But I didn't realize how much of a problem it actually was until I started getting a few messages off of women in the gym. Um, some of the stories were just shocking. And this was only last week. These are things that have happened very recently. Like, um, And as well, there's another issue with 
I think there's another issue with maybe a lack of like responsibility from gym owners. If, you know, someone's overstepping boundaries or being a bit creepy, I don't know what the specific rules are there. I don't own a gym, but I think that might be something that needs to be brought in to effect. You know, if, if you are seen as practically harassing people, which it is, then you might suffer like, you know, termination of your membership. I think that really does need to be brought in. Um, but yeah, so talk, talk to me about the experiences you've had in the gym, like starting off and obviously where you are now, as you said, you have that confidence and it doesn't affect you as much, but maybe when you were starting out, like what were, what were some of the, the things you experienced? Because it's something I've never, I never will experience. Yeah. Yeah. I know that's fair enough. Um, yeah, I suppose when I first started, like, I think a lot of pe- a lot of people can see if you're new, if you're new because you, you you like me now compared to me when I first started. Like, I'd walk into the gym and have my headphones on. I'd like be walking around pure sass. Like, I'm so comfortable, so confident in there. I'm like, I'm just doing my thing. Don't really care who's around me, whatever. But when I first started, like, you could definitely see I was like, you know, kind of tiptoeing around, kind of trying to figure out what I was at. And I think up in in Bendon when I was there. I had this one encounter and it was kind of like being given advice um, as a way to, you know, get a conversation going and try to find out more about me kind of a thing. Um, and it was some some advice on form, but next thing I started going, so where are you from? What age are you and what do you do? And it's like, you, you like sound for the advice, sound for the bit of, you know, the tip on my form or whatever, but like, you know, this isn't a... <laughs> I'm not I'm not looking to to date you like you know this kind of a thing um so that was quite um especially when you're like you know you're there and you're thinking oh this person's been really nice and they're helping me and next thing it's just like the table completely turns over and they start this conversation and look you could look at that as a thing of being nice as well but I think it's the body language in that as well that a lot of people don't see or don't recognize what their body language is actually giving off as well and the vibe is given um so with that, like, you know, there was a few times up in 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 Dublin in the gym that it was a bit like <laughs> quite intimidating. Um, and then I suppose coming back home, I was in a leisure center for a while and there it was it was kind of the same, the same stuff of, you know, asking for um giving giving farm advice when, you know, back then it was like, okay, thanks. And you I think it's a really and I know this is it's still connected but it's like this thing of giving people advice on form is something that's very I'm very in the mix about um it's it's a side of you know you're trying to help someone improve and I know like as person trainers we're, we're here to to help people fix their form but it's like do you really go up to someone you do not know and give them advice on form and if they're so new that can actually as a female as well that can actually bring them going I'm never going back there again this random this random person man or woman has come up to me told me how I could do something better which can be you know obviously a good thing but if you're very shy and into yourself it can be you know it can bring you back miles um so I think I I have noticed a lot of the time it's form advice and that's how a conversation gets get started um and then it's just you know <laughs> the body language of someone walking around thinking that they're they're the shit like <laughs> yeah um it's it's funny because I was going to I was going to put in um in in that post I put in nine examples so it's on my Instagram page I should probably open it up and go through it but you know there is um don't stare at people don't follow people around the gym but I had I had written down another point I had like maybe twelve points one of them was not to give unsolicited advice 
But as you said, there's two kind of sides to that coin. Like on the rare occasion, I'll give advice, but it's only if I see maybe some, you know, young people in the gym that look like they're new to the gym. Uh, and if there looks like there's going to be a potential for injury. So, you know, I, I saw three lads in the gym once and they were doing an exercise just completely wrong and they look like they're going to get an injury within the next week if if nobody stepped in. So I just said, lads, do you mind me giving you advice? So it's also about how you how you kind of communicate that as well. Like, as you said, your body language is is very important. And there are some genuine people like I I look around and I'm like, I wish I could improve everybody's form. But you also don't know how other people are going to take that. Um, and then I think for women as well, uh, like that's not something I would have considered that if someone's given me form, they actually might be trying to secretly hit on me. And like you're there to kind of improve yourself and maybe you had a tough day and it's like it's it's a place where you want to go to just in, enjoy yourself and, and better yourself. It's not a dating ground. It's it's not Tinder. Like, you know, it's there are places to do that. You can go and meet people. You can go on Tinder like if if you were looking for a date, I don't think you'd go into the gym looking for it. So I think that's one thing that people just need to stop giving advice, especially if it's, if it's not just to actually give advice, if there's a, if there's a, a deeper meaning there and you're trying to actually, you know, hit on someone in the gym, it's, it's just not the place for it. Like, and I think that just needs to stop. Yeah. And I think with that, like communication can be really, really tricky. Um, like, yeah, like, there is a sender, there is a receiver and so many things can be misinterpreted as well. And this is not the whole debate on like, oh, men are trash or, you know, anything like this. Like, do you know what I mean? And some people could actually genuinely be going up to you just to help you out or just to like, you know, and it might not be trying to hit on you, but it's just like you can receive it a different way as well. And I suppose as much as we are saying, you know, people need to be conscious of how they are um, communicating with people in the gym. There's also a side of like, you know, someone could have the best intentions, but I could pick it up wrong. You know, I'm not just saying like, oh, I'm I'm incredible and everyone else is like, you know, th- there's two sides of absolutely everything. Um, but I think it's important in that, in that whole conversation of, you know, if you're with a, a friend in there and you are seeing that this friend is constantly like, you know, trying to chat to girls and stuff, it's like, you kind of need to pull your friends on it, you know? Um, if you're seeing that this person is uncomfortable and I know we're basing this on the gym, um, but like I was up uh, the country up in Donegal for a few days and I'm not, I'm not even joking. Like we went, we ended up in the pub every night. <laughs> balance, baby, balance. Um, but every single night there was some dude that was like nearly 50 that just wouldn't get the hint. Like every night. Um, and the bartender was nice enough to like, you know, get him to back off. But like it would actually turn you off like, I know it's not when I'm talking about the gym here, but like it would actually turn you off just just being able to like it, this is what January. It's so quiet. A pub at this time of the year, you think grand, nice, quiet. Me and one of the girls have a few drinks, just have a chat, um, and have a nice time. And it was like just bombarded with just people who just could not pick up your cues. And like I said it several times, like, can you please just like get out of my my bubble? I think like, you're really like on top of me at the minute, and like I'm really not comfortable. Wouldn't get it, like just would not pick up on that and it's just like it's so frustrating um and I I'm very I'd be very forward in it and I was like now you're, you're actually are just pissing me off now I was like please just back off um and it's just that side of it as well I suppose but not you know it's, it's not it's not everyone do you know what I mean there's always yeah. in every situation there's always just gonna be one or two that just kind of 
ruin the fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I think, as you said, like it, it's not everyone, but like as soon as I said, as soon as I saw the kind of, um, you know, men being the problem, I my initial response to that was, oh, it's not all men because I'd seen that. And I was like, because it's not me. But if you're to say it's not all men, then you're you're minimizing the fact that there's actually a problem. So I quickly changed my mind. I was like, wait a minute, what I'm saying is not what I'm actually meaning here. I just mean that mm-hmm. there's definitely a problem. I accept that and that it isn't 100% of men, but I think men collectively, males need to take responsibility for it. And as you said, one of the best ways we can do that, like, especially for me, I have, like, I'm a very empathetic person. I would not have, you know, done any of these creepy things in the gym or anything. I'm aware that people are shy and nervous and you, um, and most of the time I'm stuck in my own head. So there's no way I'm going over trying to, you know, put someone else off being there. Um, but one of the things he said is like, you know, you need to kind of pull your friends up on it as well, because just, you know, not saying anything shows that you're kind of OK with it. And I think the more people that kind of pull other people on it, the, the more it becomes a bit of a bit of a thing that, oh, you shouldn't actually be saying um, or you shouldn't be doing. And even this is outside of the gym. But last night, like I was walking down, I'm in Marbella at the minute, walking down the porch, there was this drunk Irish guy came over to us. Doubt, I very much doubt he'd listen to this podcast. I probably doesn't remember what happened. But he was chatting away to us, and then he turns over and he sees a, a woman, and he's like, Jesus, or whatever. And he's like, I'm going to go over. If, if I'm dead by tonight, he goes, what did he say? He said, I'm going to go over, and uh, if it's over my dead body, I, I'll end up with a woman tonight or something like that. And I said, I said, we're not having this conversation. I said, you need to cop on. He's like, what? And he starts kind of laughing. He was looking for kind of validation off someone else, but the, the lad I was with, he was just, the two of us were like, no, like you're, I just said, that's just being weird. Like you're just being weird. We just kind of walked off, you know? Um, and I think the more often that happens, the better, because these people will realize that that's just not on either. Um, I know that's outside yeah. of the gym. We could go on for ages about all of that stuff as well. Um, yeah. So apart from like, apart from say men coming up, like giving you unsolicited advice as a way to actually hit on you, what are some of the other things that you kind of um, would pick up on to recognize as overstepping boundaries, we'll say? Um, see, now, I think me now, compared to me a few years ago, I probably would have been more in tune with things, but I am so in my own head yeah. when I'm training. Um, that There's probably stuff going on that I'm not even, like, noticing. Um you know that like you see the ad time of someone kind of just looking you up and down and that that that's like yeah it's I I'm just so focused on my own session I have the music blaring that I'm 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 probably not noticing as much as I as I used to I think that comes with a bit of confidence in yourself um and knowing you know yourself and how comfortable you are in yourself that you don't you know you're not going oh my god that person's looking at me or oh, am I doing something wrong do you know that kind of thing yeah. um I I had a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> I had a couple of weeks ago. Oh, he, look, I I I think he came from from a good place. Uh, he was trying to give me advice on hip trusts, um, but it was just <laughs> it was just awkward. I was like, yeah, this dude is nearly like sixty, and I was like, definitely coming from a good place. But I was like, thanks so much. Um, and the advice he was giving me was completely awful. And I was like, you know what? He was just he was just trying to just just be nice. <laughs> Yeah, I think and thought that like that's 
one yeah. of those exercises you just shouldn't really give advice on um but even like i was in the gym recently and there's a hip thrust machine the booty builder i think it is in the gym i'm in and there was a, a lady trying to she was using it but she was trying to move it and i just came over because i was right i was on it before and i said oh do you want me to move that and she she kind of looked up a bit startled and then i realized wait i was like i was trying to just offer to help because i thought that she couldn't move it because i found it tricky to move so like what i was asking was from a, a nice place but uh, you have to be aware that some people are just, you know, um, wh- when it comes to like females in the gym, like I don't think or ladies in the gym, I keep saying females, but I mean like ladies and women just like mm-hmm. you have to be careful about how you approach things and ask yourself, right, you know, will what I'm offering actually help this person or potentially, you know, make them not want to actually go to the gym or make them feel like their space is being a bit invaded. And I think with that, like if, if someone comes to me like that, I'd be like, oh yeah, sound, go for it. Like let's let's move it together. But I just look, everyone is different at the end of the day as well. And do you know like what you're on about earlier there about, you know, if gyms were terminating contracts. And I think it's hard to find a standard or a set way of how to go about it because every situation is different, every communication is different. And I think if you're not standing in that situation, like I could look at two people in the gym and I could think their friends are getting on and they're, they're, they're great. Like, Joe, they're having great crack and one of them could be feeling really uncomfortable and they might not even know each other, but it's like, although the gym has a responsibility to look after all its members, I think we also need to be able to voice if, you know, someone is making us feel uncomfortable as well, which can be really bloody hard to do as well. I'm not saying, you know, if someone's, you know, making you feel intimidated you need to be able to just go straight up and go hey look this ad's annoying me or you know this person is is doing this like because it's it's way 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 more difficult when you're in that situation and you're the one feeling uncomfortable um but in that situation how how do we like how how do you think that we can sort that so we have a kind of a set a setting because you know every experience is different um that's kind of the question it's like where's the standard that we you know we say where this is when when you're um contract is terminated like you know in that side of things yeah because it's uh i think it's it's a gray area as well and as you said it's like so for example if me asking that woman in particular if i you know me asking her did you want me to help her move something if she had perceived that the wrong way then she could have very well reported me maybe to staff and said this guy's kind of following me or whatever which i absolutely wasn't doing but yeah you can't just like everyone for doing any my new thing can't just be reported and lose their membership and i'm not saying that either but there needs to be some sort of way of gauging it or you know if there's maybe a few reports or something like that but i don't know if that even exists at the minute i know it's very hard to like terminate memberships um from people anyway but i think that i think part of it is definitely maybe more kind of staff police in the gym a little bit like as in just walking around making sure everyone feels comfortable maybe asking people as well you know are you getting on okay do you need help with anything because when it's coming from someone that actually works there that's their job i think you're going to feel a lot more comfortable um so i think that's definitely one thing that we that gyms can start doing a bit more because i'm not sure about the gym you're in but the one i'm in reception faces away from the gym so like if something was happening in the gym there is cameras but the receptionist or anyone that's working there is is facing the other way so you know anything could really happen in the gym john if there is a couple of staff walking around um you know it's, it's going to be a lot easier i think to to monitor things a bit more and make sure that it's a bit safer um for sure 
I do think as well with the the bigger commercial gyms, there's a lot more there's a lot more football, there's a lot more faces, a lot more people than if you're in the smaller gyms. I think it can be easier. I suppose look, the more people you have, the more potential. Yes, that's the word potential. Yeah. <laughs> the more potential there is for uncomfortable experiences. That's not me telling everyone that you know if you think you're going to feel uncomfortable in the gym, do not go to a commercial gym. That is not what I'm saying. Um, but it's like you know if you have a group of ten people, what's the what's the likelihood of something happening? Whereas if you have a group of a hundred people, do you know what I mean? There's a way bigger group, for, so there's more there's more room for something to happen. Um, and because everyone everyone is so different, personalities are so different. Um that it is hard to see but like that yeah like the way some commercial gyms are set up probably isn't the best layout um and you also have the side of is there enough people on the floor and I do think that is something like you know if you think of a nightclub for instance there's security walking around and that makes the place feel more safe more comfortable so yeah that is actually a really good point of making sure that staff are kind of on the floor and potting around and making sure that you know even if it was a case that like aside from being intimidated by someone in the gym if you're trying to squat and you're about to fail and you're stuck underneath a bar, you're benching and you're stuck underneath a bar, having staff kind of around as well in that kind of a sense, um, obviously would help, you know. So it's not just a thing of, oh, we need all staff to be policing to make sure that no one's feeling uncomfortable by someone else. It's also a side of, you know, making sure that everyone is safe in every sense of the word. Um, yeah. Absolutely. I think that that was one thing that came to mind, but then again that kind of presents its own problems but like with this podcast i don't think we're not like looking for solutions it's more just to have that conversation because the more awareness we bring to it the better um and as i was saying to you i don't think i said it on this recording as i said it to you before like as soon as i mentioned i was doing this podcast i started hearing of more stories of women in the gym um people that i know like this is in in galway this is in ireland like this is only last week like very recently like there's a few different stories like you know of, of things happening and th- these are happening and I think that a lot of men as well that either aren't doing it like or just I think a lot of a lot of us are just quite oblivious to it because we don't know that it's happening so I think one of the big things we can do as well is recognize that that's a problem and actually really hear you know hear what ladies are have whatever their concerns are like actually listen to them and take them seriously and take them on board um, because they are serious concerns that I am fortunate enough not to have. Like there was uh, an instance of a girl, I'm not naming anybody, there's an instance of a girl who was in the gym um, and there was, she was doing an exercise. So she was recording herself doing the exercise and there was a guy in the background. So she moved because she didn't want to pick up anybody in the background. Um, and as she moved it, the guy actually blatantly moved across and was just staring at her while she was doing an exercise. And she had, you know, popped that on, I think, Instagram. And then there was the whole issue of the gym, you know, saying, look, we don't actually allow recording of other people in the gym. Um, If you have a concern, please bring it to the staff's awareness. Um, So, like, it is a bit of a gray area as well, but these things are happening. Um, There was another girl as well that, that that girl in particular, she didn't go to the gym for a month. So that put her off going to the gym for a month. Don't think she's ever going back to that particular gym. So that probably was, you know, somewhere where she felt it was safe to train. And then, you know, she raised a concern and there was, you know, someone just obviously overstepping a boundary and mm-hmm. just being being a creep straight up. Um, but it wasn't really taken as serious as it should have been. So I think that's one of the big issues. Um, 
another girl then this is last week she was just being stared at and followed around the gym um to the point where she just finished she said the quote and i quote like i finished as quickly as i could and got out of there and like that's not that it's not something that i've ever had to worry about and i don't think anyone should ever feel like oh i need to get out of here because they don't feel safe and that's that's the issue that's what we need to talk about and that's what we need to try to like resolve together yeah um and i yeah. sorry and i think that with that you know like women have experienced this and males may experience this but they may not have experienced as much so it's hard to put hard to get that point of view but I suppose if you put it in a in a, a view of what you're doing right now if you ask yourself these questions like what I'm doing right now if this was like my sister my mom you know someone that is, that you're close with that that is female and it's like how would they feel if this was happening to them do you know and then it's putting this thing of a more personal side of it like this isn't just some some girl in the gym like do you know this is this could be a relative of yours, someone that you love and care about that is experiencing this and what you're doing. And is that really appropriate? Is that really acceptable? Um, and it's kind of having that point of view. And I know it's, it's hard because there's, there's different sides with, with, with male and female of, you know, what we experience, and what we undergo, like, you know, walking down the street, someone might feel so comfortable and then a female might feel really, really uncomfortable walking down the street on their own. Do you know what I mean? Like it's, it's a side of, I suppose, the perspective of life in general can be so different between male and female you know that I think it's important to just kind of stop for a second and kind of analyze yourself and going is me saying this comment to this person is that really appropriate or you know is this gonna like what 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 is this comment gonna do you know what is this interaction actually gonna do you know yeah um yeah definitely definitely uh putting it into perspective like that looking at right if this was my younger sister if this is my girlfriend or if this was my mom or you know and that this was them in the gym or wherever it is like would what I'm doing or maybe the people I'm with doing possibly intimidate that person or would it actually help that person um and it is it is difficult but it needs to be brought into to more perspective I think for sure and as you said like you know women are not objects like and Unfortunately, I see that that's the way that a lot of males are tending to kind of look at them, especially in the gym. Do you know, and it's just not really on at all. Um, yeah, it's 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 very. I find it very frustrating, but I can't imagine how difficult that is because I know going to the gym itself is difficult. Like, there's so many other variables that come into play for regardless of what gender you are, but then you're adding on a multitude of possible problems that are actually happening um, if you're female, do you know, and it's you need to try to kind of eradicate those so that it is a safe space because um, the reason as well I'm talking about the gym is I feel like that's a bit easier to police than the entire outside. Like you can't, the, to the best of my knowledge, you can't have a, a guard on every single corner. I just don't think that's even possible. Maybe more cameras, like more security. Um, also just having these conversations, you know, calling your friends out and imagining what someone close to you in that position would feel like all of these things will help. But I think in the gym, it can definitely be a little bit more kind of policed. It can be more talked about. It can be called out when, when it starts to happen or, um, and just having conversations about it is definitely going to help as well. Um, outside of that, like, what do you, what do you feel would help? 
I know right now you're feeling like fairly confident. There still is the odd occasion where things happen. But if you could kind of rewind to like two or three years ago, like what were your main concerns and what do you feel, what do you feel would have helped in those situations? Um, that's a good question. I do think for me, a lot of it comes from my own confidence. That you know, it, it like in the past, a lot of situations. I feel for me, I could have nipped in the bud by being as straightforward as I am now. That doesn't mean that I, I would have prevented things from happening because I can't control anybody else, but I could have managed to nip it in the bud quicker. Um, for me, I think that, yeah, I'm very, very straightforward now, like to the point that I'm blunt. <laughs> I think a lot of people, when they see me in the gym go, she seems very, very like, uh, what's the word I'm even looking for? I walk in there and I'm like, I'm focused on me. I'm not even, I'm not even phased by anybody else. And it, it probably comes around as this kind of resting bitch face or something or something. But um, from, yeah, I don't know. I, I suppose I've been quite lucky to be fair that I haven't had that many really bad encounters or, or experiences compared to some, some people that like, you know, they have. Um, so it's, I don't know. It's a really good question. I'm trying to, trying to figure out what would be something that would have made it easier. Um, yeah it's 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 a good question yeah I was just I wasn't expecting like even a big answer or any answers it's just I think it's a question that needs to be asked and then we need to figure it out like together as humans um try to figure out right what needs to be done like because rather than just pretending it's not happening and not listening to the concerns that women have like that's that's absolutely terrible and shouldn't be going on um, but it's something that definitely needs to be talked about more. Um, and as I said, like bringing awareness to it will definitely help. It's not an easy thing to just answer either because it's, it, as you said, it's so complex and there's different perspectives. There's the way that you say things, there's your body language, just how the other person per- perceives what you said. And it's a, uh, it's a little bit difficult for sure. Yeah. And every, look, everyone's different at the end of the day and my experiences and, me as a person might find things different than you know someone else like my sister beside me like you know could be, be completely different um and, and we are like me and my sister are complete like opposites like I'd be very forward very blunt and she'd just be like you know like she'd be a bit of a panicker um but like yeah it's like that everyone experiences things differently so it's just a matter of like I suppose just thinking before you speak of like if you're going to have a encounter with someone in the gym or you're going to try you know to speak to someone in the gym it's like one, is this really necessary? <laughs> Two, how are they going to take this up? And like, is what I'm saying actually appropriate? Like, that is probably the, the main thing of like, what the, the, what I'm going to say right now, is it appropriate? And, and is it actually acceptable to say it in the first place? Do you know, like for the comments and stuff that can be, can be turned across in gyms and you know, trying to be kind of, I think there's an ego in it as well. Um, for a lot of lads and if you're you know if the lad gets the rejection it's like well do you know like who, who do you think you are like I'm I know this is going to like sound like a pure stereotype like I, I'm a big buff gym lad and like I'm getting rejected it's like my ego is being completely attacked like um I think there's also the side of there's nothing wrong with people training in groups but I think if you see well that's what one thing that would have kind of got me when I was that little bit like well a few years ago would have been the side of seeing a group of people training together and especially a group of like young people that used to get me it's like there's like five lads over there 
there's only one of me and they're all training and laughing and I'm training over here and it's like are they laughing at me and it's, it's kind of a, a fear you know if, if you're not comfortable in the gym and you're not kind of certain of yourself and you see this big group of people training together it's like can be quite intimidating but like that I suppose people should have the right to train like in a group or train with, with a few of their friends in that and um, it's just being conscious of how how you're standing around and if you're not you know five people all gathered around one corner of the gym and you know just watching your own body language I suppose at the end of the day yeah yeah and that's that's one thing I did mention as well so I gave like nine points um I might just look at it here because it might just be easier I know some people mightn't have seen it like um but one of them was like you know if you're in a group there's nothing wrong with being in a group and especially if the gym is quiet and you're in a group and you know everyone there it's, it's probably okay but if there's especially this time of the year it's going to be new people in the gym it's going to be new women in the gym. If there's a girl in there on her own and there's, you know, three, four or five lads, just a matter, a big group somewhere, the chances are she she might want to go over there, but she's going to avoid it because there's a group over there. And that's something I'm completely aware of. And I'll, I'll you know, move myself around and I don't train. I train by myself anyway. The odd time I'll train at one person, you know, very rarely, maybe two people. Um, but it is something I'm thinking of, you know, it's, um, is what I'm doing like potentially intimidating to somebody else? And it doesn't mean that you don't have the right to train in a group. It's just like, are you able to spread out a bit more? If you see someone else in the gym, that's maybe a little bit more vulnerable. Like, I think it's just to take it upon yourself to try to make it a bit of a safer place for everyone. Because if that was your sister or your girlfriend or your mother, you know, coming into the gym, how do you want them to feel? So it's just to be a bit more aware of your surroundings, I think, and how everybody else might feel in the position they're in. I think that's something for sure. So the groups... That was one of them I said. Um, the other one is like, don't follow women in the gym. Like I've I've had friends that have literally been like, I've been like, what are you training today? And they're like, oh, I was training arms, but there was, you know, such a girl in the gym. And then I started going over training chest, you know, and I'm like, that's not on. Like, and this was years ago. And I, I, I knew, you know, my moral compass was like, right, that's creepy. Like that's, uh, it's weird. And I, I've had nights out where I've, I've hit men, like a couple of my friends I've, punch them because they'd gotten so bad that I was like this is not on and I had to nothing was getting through to them and that's not the answer either but that has unfortunately happened because of how much I disagree with how how women are being treated in some cases Um, and that's definitely violence is not the answer for sure Um, another one as well is just not to assume that ladies should only do cardio so there's a there's like a thing you know even I was using a hip thrust machine and one of the lads is like oh that's that's a, a woman's machine and it's like do men not have glutes as well? And like the opposite can definitely be true where if let's say you decide to do a bicep curl or you're bench pressing, you know, someone in the gym, like a male in the gym might think, oh, what are they doing over there? You know, they should be just squatting or they should be just doing cardio stuff. And that's not, it's not true. You know, anyone who's in the gym, doesn't matter what gender area, you have the same right as everybody else to use whatever you want. Um, don't stare at women in the gym. So like, like, there's, there's a big difference between looking at somebody and staring at somebody because your eyes will naturally, like if someone walks into the gym, you, without realizing you, you'll do like a quick scan to see, do you know that person? And you're picking up your surroundings. But there's a big difference between like moving your eyes and turning your head and for a few seconds actually staring at somebody in the gym. Um, and that's just definitely something that should not be happening. Um, don't cluster around the weight section which is what I was saying as well don't hit on women in the gym which we talked about because it's just not the place 
um, stay out of the ladies section in your gym. So I had as well, th- these are things that I thought about. I was, I was sitting in the gym writing this and I was looking around and there was a lad, a lad just took his top off and was like tensing in the mirror. And I was like, right. I was trying to figure out, right, why do I have a problem with that? And then I thought of it from, uh, I was actually listening to the Blind Boy podcast and he was talking about the topic. Um, and I just thought of it from like a woman's perspective as well. I was like, how how would they feel if, if it was their first day in the gym or if they're a bit shy and they w- walk in and there's this big muscly man just topless in the middle of the gym? I was like, it makes me feel a bit uncomfortable and I'm, I'm upstairs sitting on a bike nowhere near him. So I started to list some of them things. So one of them was to keep your top on because... If the gym is quiet, then it's fine. There's nothing wrong with taking your top off either, but there's a time and a place for, for these kind of things. Go into the changing room, maybe go into a quiet corner because you do want to get progress and some people are bodybuilders and you know it, it, you don't have to keep your clothes on altogether, but just don't just be aware of your surroundings again when you're doing it is what I meant by that. Um, treat them with the respect they deserve because as you were saying, imagine if that was your sister, your mother, your, your friend, um, your girlfriend, like how would you, how would you want other men to, tr- to tr- treat them in the gym? Um, and then the other one was to space yourself out in the gym as well. So if there's a big gang of year, one thing I'll notice, is especially this time of the year, it is quite busy in the bigger gyms, like Monday's international chest day. Like you don't have to do chest on a Monday if the gym is already packed and there's a load of lads already over there. Like just move yourself around. If there's, you know, a big group of, of lads in a certain area just just move around a bit like because it leaves the gym a bit more open to everybody and that that goes that's male and female you know there might be lads that are just starting out that feel a bit nervous as well you're not one you're not going to want to go into an area that's absolutely packed like if you can do it somewhere else then then do it and if you can space yourself out a bit then do so there are some of the points that i think will help that i think all of us have control over yeah and i think the thing that you said there about like oh women only do cardio like I was in one of my clients and uh, I was like, right, we're going over to the weights. And she was like, we're going over to the weights. I was like, yeah, we are. It's like going to get you straight in there. It's like, we're, you know, like there's, there's no reason why you shouldn't be over there. There's no reason why you should feel you shouldn't be allowed over there. I was like, we're going straight in there, getting yourself comfortable with it. And then the next time when you're in here on your own, you know, you've been over here. It's not a scary place. Like it is not, it's just like every other part of the gym, you know, all that is, is like, it is dumbbells and there's benches that can move, you know? But that's all yeah. it is. It's no different than any other part of the gym, and you have a right to be there. Do you know, yeah. regardless of if there's big, you know, lads over there, and you know, whatever, you have a right to be there. You have a right to be anywhere. You're paying a membership. At the end of the day, you are paying a membership, like every other person in that gym. You have a right to use every piece of equipment or whatever equipment you want to use, and you shouldn't feel intimidated by other people in there. Yeah, for sure. I think, like in the old gym I used to train, and um, there was. I'd see it like a lot with, with women. Cause I was, I was working there as well. So I'd often be training them and, and giving advice to, to everyone in the gym really. But I'd see this common theme of like, especially if they hadn't done any work with, with me or maybe the other gym instructors in there or they were new or just, you know, didn't know exactly what they were doing. Like they'd come in, go on the treadmill or do a bit of cardio. And then they'd head straight for like a mat and start doing ab stuff and, you know, maybe lightweight stuff. And that was it. And, some women will get stuck in the loop of just doing that and not really progressing. And I think that the problem they're not progressing is because they're too intimidated to go over to the weight section. And as you said, it isn't, in most cases, it isn't uh, an intimidating place to, to be in. Once you get over that fear, it's a lot easier to, to go over there. But 
as I said previously, with all them points, if, you know, all the, the men in the gym are spaced out a bit more, if it's not just this big cluster of, of men over there, it's going to be a bit easier and it's going to make it more accessible to everyone because it should be. And even on that point, like if there's a whole lot of a whole big group over and at the the freeway, then you know you're, you you do need to go over there, and you do need to get stuff, and you do feel uncomfortable in it. I feel like you should not be afraid to just go up to a member of staff and go, you know, there's you know there's a quite a big group over there, I feel quite intimidated, but I'd love to just you know get the weight and you know go to my own little corner and you know have your own space that you're not on top of other people, and to be able to just go up to even someone that's working there and just say it to them, and then they could do it. Look, lads, you know you're kind of great grabbing around then in this kind of big group here you're kind of you're not making space for other people and I either have them say it out to them or just like you know have one of the staff members be able to just grab the weight for you you know so you don't have to because I know like I'd have no problem just walking going inside our lads I need to get in there I understand that other people will not feel that comfortable so having you know using the staff the staff are there to help at the end of the day so using the staff members there to just either go to them and say look you know, I'd love to get in there, but I'm not really able. And then, the, the, you know, the, you come up with a solution there and then, you know, of how you can actually manage that situation with the staff member, you know? Yeah. And I think if the if the staff aren't there to help you, then you're probably in the wrong gym, you know? Yes. Yeah. Um, it is it is something that needs to be utilised a bit more because often I see anyway, the staff in the gym are, I'm, I'm not trying to put them down because I was staff in the gym before, but a lot of what they do is just reception reception work unless they have an actual client whereas as i said earlier they can be walking around a bit more making sure every you know person in the gym feels okay if someone looks a little bit lost and i'm talking for myself if i was working in a gym now you know especially if i see a girl feeling a bit lost or looking a bit intimidated just oh hey how are you getting on with your training or something a little bit subtle to you know maybe see okay are they actually feeling a bit intimidated and then if it is a bit intimidated intimidating then you could just say lads do you mind just spreading out a little bit it's not going to ruin their training it's just you know, four of you don't need to be squashed together, bicep curl in the mirrors, like just move out a little bit. So small little things like that as well can go a really long way, but for sure, utilize the staff because they're there for a reason. They're getting, they're getting paid to ensure the safety of everyone in the gym and they're getting paid to, to ensure that you feel comfortable and safe there and you know what you're doing as well. So if you're not sure about how to use the weights as well, ask them. That's one thing that goes for, for anybody in the gym. Cool. Right. Um, so I think that's that's that covered as much as we can anyway. Where where can people find you um, if they want to message you, if they want to share this podcast, if they want to tag you? Um, yeah, I'm on Instagram, uh, FitBeachNet. That is me. Um, I think this is the type of conversation and topic that we could go on for ages um over and you know you can you could add in more about you know just outside the gym and all that like there's so much more to add to this conversation I think it will be quite interesting to see like I'd love to hear people's response on it and what they think and like obviously my thoughts and opinions can be different to other people's and that's 100% not like if people don't agree with you know my kind of point of view 100% I'd love to kind of see what how people are feeling about it you know their experiences as well so yeah if anyone wants to reach me they can get me on Instagram uh fitbeachnet yeah absolutely uh, and I think for me as well, it's worth saying, like, I'm not super confident talking about this topic, but I know that that's why I should be talking about it. Cause I'm accepting responsibility for, you know, men, I'm accepting responsibility for the actions of, of everybody else and how we just treat women, especially in this case, in the gym, like it needs to be, it needs to be changed. It needs to be a bit safer. Um, and I don't think either of us have all the answers. I don't know anyone. I don't know if one person will have all the answers, but the more conversations around it, the better. 
And as well as that, I, I would like to hear, you know, people's, I'm sure you would as well, but people's actual experiences in the gym, because even just being able to voice that to somebody else, like I, I care, like I've heard of a, a good few stories during the week and I'm like, Jesus, that's terrible. Like I'm, I'm sure that must've been tough. Um, and just having someone acknowledge that that shouldn't be, you know, carry on, then that that's going to help as well. And just talking a bit more about it, you don't need to keep it to yourself. Um, and in most cases as well, if it is a massive overstep of a boundary, I think that you need to try to report that a bit more because if it is a multiple, if there's multiple reports about the same person, like they definitely should be losing their membership, you know? Yeah. yeah, no, 100%. Yeah, I think it'd be interesting to see what people's point of views on it is. And 100%, the more you talk about something, the more awareness comes about as well. So yeah. I think it was really good, you know, to be able to have the opportunity to discuss it with you um, and to see what other people think of it as well. Yeah. All right. We'll chat to you soon. Perfect. Thanks.